Rewatchers, welcome to the day three recap of the Highlander Worldwide 25th Gathering. Yeah, this time we are recording this at a normal hour, not at 2.40 in the morning, because, you know, we decided to become humans again. Right, we finally got a little bit of sleep last night, so we're recording this uh, at 11.10 Pacific Time on Monday. And who are you? Oh, I'm Keith. That's right. Oh, this is Kyle. And this is Eamon. That's right. We're your rewatchers. What are you guys doing in my room? (laughs) We snuck in. (laughs) Uh, So it's been a great weekend. Um, Some of you who have been following us might have noticed that we didn't upload, like, some Facebook videos yesterday. The Wi-Fi in this stupid place is really, like, rough. And we had recorded something, and it, like, failed to upload, and the video's gone. Uh, I mean, we didn't show anything crazy. It was just the three of our ugly mugs. Uh, but we were talking about stuff. Uh, but that's why there wasn't a Facebook video. And yesterday. somebody filmed us that time instead of us filming ourselves. Filming ourselves. So, so it actually it looked a like lot better. But, an uh, awkwardly crowded video. But <laughs> anyway. Anyway, but uh, we filmed all sorts of other stuff yesterday, and that's going to be available. So don't worry. You're not going to be missing out on stuff. Uh, so um, before we get into this, we want to just thank some people. That helped make this trip happen. So, some real heroes. Immortal yeah. heroes. Immortal heroes. Say. So, uh, again, we had a GoFundMe to help us get to, to do this because this is a big time and money commitment. Uh, so we want to thank Liz S. from the Foxes and the Hen House podcast. Subscribe to that podcast. It's awesome. Uh, so thanks, Liz. Uh, thanks, she Amanda. She was a guest saw... on our show. That's right. Liz, yeah. Pharaoh's daughter. If you haven't listened to that, go back and hear it. It's pretty dope. Yeah. Nice ass, Pebbles. Yeah. Pharaoh's daughter. <laughs> um, also, Amanda M., uh, and we, we got to talk to her. Eamon, you talked to her this morning. Yeah, we said goodbye in the hotel this morning. And Amanda, you've been a great friend of the podcast, and you're very nice when you see us and very supportive. So thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also want to thank G. Smith. G.G. Smith. Wait, G. Smith. Who, who's the guy from Saturday Night Live, the guitar player? Who am I thinking? G.E. Smith. G.E. Smith and the Saturday Night Live Band. Is that it? No. Yeah, that's who this is. So, oh, just, okay, that makes sense. Anyway, thanks, G. He's Smith. a big Highlander fan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don Pardo? Uh, thank you for your <laughs> yeah, Don Pardo is. Um, and a huge thanks uh, for two reasons to uh, Carmel McPherson, who actually donated to our GoFundMe. And she also was the person who put this whole thing together. And it was very special. Uh, and it was a very emotional night last night for a lot of people. And we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, we also want to thank Arden for a very large contribution and that yes was thank you she came to one of our live shows also and we signed one of her highlander novels that we had nothing to do with that's right it was very nice to meet her <laughs> very excellent uh we also want to thank norman and kevin from the blood of kings podcast and they both contributed to the gofundme as well and it was great to see them this weekend yeah and they did that panel with us right and so we'll be releasing a video of that soon and as a podcast so you can hear from all of us along with donaletto and Gillian Morbeth and Grant Kempster. And Grant Kempster, yes. From Highlander Heart. Heart. Um, we also want to thank Wendy P., uh, who we said goodbye to this morning. Uh, she donated to our GoFundMe, and uh, she made the drinking game, and she brought us, like, a stack of loot. Um, yeah, which we're going to have to scan, talk about, rap about. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. We also want to thank Robin P., uh, for donating. And, Robin, you've, you've written into our show a number of times. We've read, I think, on our last Reader Mail Extravaganza, a bunch of Robin emails, right? That sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, Andrew K., thank Andrew you. W. Andrew W.K., Andrew W.K., thank yeah. you for your donation. Uh, Paul H., thank you uh, for your donation. Vince's. The Vince's. The Vince's. Yeah. <laughs> All the Vince's. Yes, you, you are not being cabbaged, as you usually say, because you've donated to us. <laughs> yeah. So thank you. Uh, so thanks, everybody, uh, for donating to our GoFundMe. And there's still time. You can donate because, you know what, this trip costs a shit ton of money. Uh, so if you want to, go to GoFundMe.com backslash Highlander-Rewatch-Gathering, and you can donate. 
uh, and help us meet our goal and exceed our goal because uh, that would be very helpful. And the link's also pinned to the top of our Facebook page. We can't get home if you don't. Yeah, we're donate. stranded here. <laughs> Luckily, it's warm. So yeah, I guess we can live on the street we'll for survive. at least a couple months. Yeah. I saw a homeless person today painting themselves like a clown. I don't know what that was about. What? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> there are layers there. Yeah. There are a lot of layers. Sorry, Eamon, you missed it, but... Damn it. Yep. <laughs> All right, so let's get into yesterday, the final day of the convention. Kyle, what was up first? So we started with a uh, writer's panel st- starring David Abramowitz, Don Aletto, and Gillian Horvath, talking about the kind of what-if modern-day technology existed in Highlander and how would that have affected the series and what it was all about. Right. There was some... I thought uh, David brought up some great points because... You know, everyone's always wondering, like, well, the cell phones will, you know, screw things up and people get looked up on Facebook. And he brought up the point, like, well, sure, when computers get better, also viruses get better. And it's like, you know, cell phones are better. There's also, like, cell phone blockers. So it's like these things do kind of go in tandem. So he's like, I think the Immortals would just be a more savvy bunch, uh, hopefully. Right. And the fact of the matter is the rest of it's window dressing. Like, somebody, somebody even made a comment of, like... As the writers, don't you decide how the technology impacts it? Like, yeah, can't you just be like, and eh, yada yada yada? Like, you could theoretically. You can. I mean, that's that we talk about that all the time about like the police element. Like, the police element and the technology element are in some ways connected. Like, just ignore it. Like, yeah, somebody didn't film. I think actually, uh, Gillian mentioned that the watchers are somehow seemingly always behind on technology. Like, they don't use video recorders, and they've just created a database. Like, she, she made a joke that, like, I think they've probably just gotten an email. Like, yeah. they seem to be completely behind the times, um, which I thought was pretty funny. They have an entire tattoo-based identification system. <laughs> that seems old school. And, like, not good. <laughs> like <laughs> We're also forgetting this is an incompetent organization. That's true. That's yeah, true. They are very incompetent. <laughs> David Abramovitz said, I just mumbled that. Uh, he had a he funny. Said that? Yeah. He said, he, he he said I just mumbled that. Oh, yeah. oh, I thought he corrected you for mumbling. <laughs> yep. He did that too. <laughs> he had a funny uh, joke about a, a holy ground app where like, oh, yeah. it marks the nearby holy ground on right. your phone. So you can just check it and be like, oh, this is holy ground. <laughs> <laughs> Stay back. It's <laughs> like the eye toilet. Yeah, or like an Uber, Uber Holy Ground app. I yeah. thought that was really no, funny. No, that was very funny. Um, yeah, was there anything else to get into about what they had said? We'll have to go back to our notes and things to get a more detailed recap, I suppose. Yeah, but it was, uh, I mean, it was interesting stuff. And they're all such kind of engaging speakers. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, so what was up next, Kyle? After that was Something Wicked This Way Comes. And it was a villains panel. It was the villains from the show. We had... Efron McGash, we had Anthony Lee DeLongis, and, of course, we had James Horan. Who played Grayson and Band of Brothers. He's quite the character. He is. He didn't really talk much during the panel. Yeah, I was was kind of bummed that, I don't know, he didn't talk about that episode or... I mean, I don't know how much of it he even remembers, really. He was there for a week shooting that, right? And hasn't been doing this whole circuit or anything like that. But he has a great voice. Like, every time he opened his mouth and would say something dramatic, I was like, man, this is great. Like, he also said the word delicious like a dozen times. Yeah. Delicious. <laughs> He's very theatrical. Uh, but yeah, everyone talks. He, he also made a, some kind of joke about giving head. It was interesting. That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like, okay, James Horan getting saucy with these yeah. older Highlander fans. I think we talked a little bit about this on our lost video from yesterday, that they all talked about the theater as being, like, where they got their start, how important that is for actors to be, like, you know, to understand, to be in the moment, 
and, you know, to feel that energy and all that sort of stuff. Um, Especially for villains, because, like, I feel like you get a little more license to act. Right. <laughs> to, like, really. Yeah, they get all the good lines like, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And they get to lick their chops yeah. before they fight Adrian Paul. That's right. Yeah, just a great chop lick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what else do we have yesterday, Kyle? Oh, let's have kiss. Come on. There we go. We've got the, uh, in the, in the online of fire was our panel. hey We, uh, were joined by Gillian Horvath and Donna Leto, Blood of Kings and Grant Kempster from Highlander Heart to talk about kind of the role of social media and technology in fandom. Mm-hmm. And what's, yeah, what, how's the fandom developed since it's the early days of like online chat rooms to now when there's podcasts that are internationally, you know, accessible, which is cool. But we won't really talk much about this because you're just going to see the podcast and see the video and, you know. Yeah, you're just going to see the whole thing. Yeah, you'll, I, you'll get it. <laughs> yeah, I thought it went pretty well. Hmm? We needed more microphones. More microphones. Uh, yeah. Maybe some more time. Yeah, I had like six dick jokes I didn't get to make. That's true. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would not have made dick jokes in this forum, or would I? Really? Yeah, I would have. Uh, yeah. You were just kidding. You had five. You didn't have six. six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the gag. <laughs> we'll put one in post. A lot of extra dick we'll jokes. Just, we'll punch it in. <laughs> I will say, the dick. Yeah, John Mosby said it might have been his favorite panel of the con. He said that. He did. He, he did, in fact, say that, which... Uh, was flattering. Which was flattering. I don't think it's true, though, because Clay Boris and well, the Well, he had not seen Clay's panel yeah, yet. yeah, that was probably the best panel, which so, we'll get to. we're crapping out of turn a little bit here. But I thought that was great, mm-hmm. and one thing that we should tease is uh, during this thing, Gillian Horvath and Donna Leto teased that they had found an interactive phone game where you would call in and do like a choose-your-own-adventure Highlander. It was like a 900 thing. number, and you picked your episode... And, and then st- had a series of commands you would hit, like choices, I guess. Yeah. So, which look, which Adrian, Peter, and Jim had recorded dialogue for, apparently. Right. So, long story short, we uh, explored this further with them, and they were very generous with their time to hang with us, and that'll be coming your way at some point, too. Totally. Yeah, and uh, Gillian said she'll be looking for the script of it, too, see Ooh. if she has it, which would be very exciting. Yeah. Maybe uh, we can recreate it. Maybe. Uh, so, what else did we do yesterday? Uh, so, after that... Adrian Paul gave a uh, panel on war and peace, talking about the peace fund and all the cool things that it does. Cool. You were there, Kyle, right? No. No? Okay. (laughs) I think we were... Were we interviewing someone? Interviewing someone, yeah. Interesting. Uh, I don't remember who. Neither do I. We'll have to check the... Check 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 the 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 files. Check the tape. That's right. Check the tape. Uh... So, well, well, speaking of interviews, well, uh, Eamon and I spoke at length with Maury Ravinsky and his wife, mm-hmm. uh, not her name. Alicia. Alicia, that's right. Uh, they're both, like, really fascinating people. They've been in the industry for a long time, and they had really, really interesting stories about the writing process and just how they started their careers. And Alicia had a crazy story about the Broadway video logo, which will you'll see that in the... Uh, in the uh, the actual video video interview, right? Yeah, uh, so really cool. Um, I don't know what else to say about that since that's going to be its own podcast. So stay tuned for cool, interesting stories. And Maury's, uh well, he wrote um, what did he write? He wrote "Not to Be" the last episode. He also wrote "The Fighter," one of my favorite episodes, which uh, yeah, shit on yeah. you for. <laughs> no, no one shits on you for it. That's okay. a good. It's a good. I episode. think it's a really good episode. I think somebody that emailed in shed on you for it. Yeah. Yes. It yeah. was not us. Yeah. We all enjoyed it. Very you good. just enjoyed it more than us. Apparently. Uh, 
Yeah, so that was great. And we also got the chance to talk one-on-one with Clay Boris again, or three-on-one with Clay Boris. Yeah, so we have a video interview with Clay. It's a treat. The hits keep coming. We hung out with Clay so much this weekend. What a fun time. What a great guy. <laughs> He's the fucking man. Yeah. Uh, and so then I guess we should talk, well, what, what happened next? There was the gangs back together, was that? Yes, that was the full-on cast panel. Full-on cast. And at some point they called up Ken Gord to kind of complete the, the circle. Right. Uh, along with David Abramowitz. Mm-hmm. And it was, I mean, it was fun seeing everybody all together again. And that uh, was kind of an overview of the series in general, just kind of thoughts and feelings, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, they so, all made fun of Ken, like the, the problems, like what were the trouble things? And Ken always was joking. He's like, that's season one. Like, that's not my fault. Not my fault. <laughs> of course, we would later find out that maybe some of those, he was, he was misremembering and Clay called him out. He's like, Ken, you fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> I, I think the actual quote was, Ken, you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, you fucked up. That was season two. This is your fault. <laughs> Which was great. Uh, so that was very charming. Uh, what else do we have? Yeah, and they, I mean, the best thing about that was that all of them just kind of encapsulating quickly mm-hmm. how much Highlander meant to them at different points and what it represented in their career. And, yeah, you know, it was very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we should, we should also, I think, mention, I just realized that we haven't talked about Stan Kirsch much. Stan, yes. Stan I won't go into too many details, but Stan had to leave the uh, convention early because on Saturday some, night. Yeah, on yeah. Saturday night for some personal stuff uh, that he has to get taken care of. So we all wish Stan well and send your warm wishes and stuff so that's why stan wasn't here the whole weekend right but he was still you know an amazing sport and yeah no talking to stan is great he's like the friendliest dude uh yeah super genuine and very thankful to everyone that like still appreciates this he was touched deeply by you know that people still care about this thing yeah he seemed like pretty affected a a lot of the events of this weekend were were very emotional uh but he he was like very warm to everybody he spoke with and seemed very like you said, generous with his time, and right. it was it was nice to see. Yeah, it was very sweet. I mean, Don Don Aletta was getting very emotional because uh, she was talking to us, and she, she wasn't really familiar with our podcast or kind of the new resurgence of fandom. And she was like, "I thought this was like a wake, like coming to this event. Like this is the last, probably the last Highlander convention, at least in this form, right? Uh, for the original series or whatever." And she was very touched that this is really not the end of you know this fandom. So that was cool. Yeah, also, at some point, it was revealed, I think during this panel, Adrian Paul revealed that he and Stan Kirsch were into the Jerky Boys. That was amazing. And I when... died yes. laughing. Yes. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Those guys who like would put on like a kind of racist accent and call someone and be like, you, your daughter came on my property and she kicked my dog. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's where Adrian gets some of these accents he does. Yeah. Channeling yeah. the Jerky Boys. Adrian did some accents this weekend. Oh, yeah. Which were... Big time. And his questionable. <laughs> yep. And his jerky boys impression. What? But like they're all just jerky boys impression. Yeah. Just like the idea of them listening to like jerky boys tapes on set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, very <laughs> Which crazy. Was the inspiration behind their pranking? Yes. Yeah. Um. So what else happened? Uh. Then after that was really what was this kind of awesome radio play thing so i guess elizabeth grayson is teamed up with this uh group that does this science fiction related like kind of tongue-in-cheek online radio program so she had the two of the people who were involved in that with her and she got the entire highlander she got the highlander cast and david abramowitz up there 
and they introduced some characters, and the entire shtick was like, okay, now you decide which, the audience decides which actor plays which character. So, I think Jim Burns was an exotic dancer, <laughs> who's a woman, um, and like, uh, Peter Wingfield was some like, cr- some, uh, crazy tinkerer david abramowitz was supposed to be this uh high fashion tailor man <laughs> a courtier uh and anthony devonges and uh which was adrian paul were like federal agents it was all about like some aliens coming down and like killing people and these fbi agents were looking for the right ones turns out spoiler alert peter wigfield's character was who claimed to be a ri- the richest man in Philadelphia or some shit was actually from Norristown and was an escaped mental patient. And it was like, Whoa, the whole thing Philly was... centric. Yeah, the whole thing... Like, when they said, like, Norristown, I was like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I've never left... Pe- At some point he said, I've never left Pennsylvania. And I was like, woo! <laughs> <And I was laughs> like, <laughs> uh, but the whole thing was just fun, and they, like, had a blast with it. Uh, yeah, it, seemed, it, seemed, it was very, very cool. Every, every time Jim Burns opened his mouth, everyone just started dying. He's like the best, apparently. Jim Burns. Burns oh, incredible. he's the fucking best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that whole thing was just like a lot of fun. Right. Uh, yeah. Nothing well, but great things to say about it. What was up next? Uh, after that, we had our uh, director's panel. Oh. The director's panel. So this featured Richard, Richard Martin, Martin, who directed like maybe eight episodes, including uh, the last episode, Duende, Duende, Valkyrie, Valkyrie, like a lot of crucial episodes in the later seasons. Right. Um, and it also had Don Panessa, who did all the post on it, the editor, and he directed an episode of The Raven. And then Clay Barris, of course, who directed eight, eight. episodes spanning seasons one through three. Some of all very memorable for different reasons. Yeah, exactly. For different reasons. Uh, this panel was a blast. There was, Holy shit. Uh, there was good information given about the directing process and, you know, the nuts and bolts of the industry, which was cool. Plus mixed with Clay Boris, the wild card. He must have said the F word 30 times. <laughs> oh, we should count them. We yeah. Should, we should have a little counter. Go, counter. Bing, 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 <laughs> bing. But, like, really entertaining and, like, good-natured, like... He's busting people's balls, but... Right. Like, Don was talking, and Don, of course, is 99% an editor on the show and, like, directed one episode. So Don's speaking at the beginning of his experience. Clay interrupts him. He's like, can we fucking talk about directing now? (laughs) (laughs) And, like, Ken Gord was in the back, and Clay was shouting at him the entire time. (laughs) Ken, you fucked up. (laughs) It's great, because, well, Clay and Ken are, like, long friends, uh, and they haven't seen each other, I think, Clayson, like, 12 years, maybe. And mm-hmm. so this was a cool experience, or cool to see those two guys, like, reconnect. And I guess we're going to put this out, probably, the episode. Yeah. Right? we uh, Clay requested that we film this episode for him and record it. So we've got that, and we're going to work out the details and figure out a way to get that out there. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. And just, I don't know. The whole thing was hilarious top to bottom. And Richard Martin is also a really interesting guy. He's, like, a lot softer spoken, but has, like, a kind of an edge to him. It's kind of great. Yeah. No, it was uh, really great. And stay tuned for stuff from him in the future on our show. Yeah. Uh, just to tease this, they both had a really morbid exchange about Duncan McLeod holding a headless body at some point. That <laughs> was one of the funniest. So, in an earlier panel, Richard Martin, I forget what episode it was. I think Valkyrie. Well, oh, maybe it was Valkyrie. So... And was that his first episode? That was, I think, Richard Martin's first episode. And he wasn't super familiar with even the Highlander mythology. So apparently this was the first time somebody asked, like, what happens to the body? Like, he was concerned about, like, well, where does it go? How do I film this? 
And they were like, uh, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> we just, like, that, that's another great example of, like, ignore it. Like, yeah. just, and you kind of stop thinking about it. Or you do, and it's like, whatever. Um, so Clay and Don were just kind of both like, who cares? Who cares? So, so apparently, like, well, this sweet moment came out of it because Duncan cared about this woman very much that he carried the body off. And Clay was like, what the fuck? Like, why did you even ask that question? Who cares? And he's like, this is so corny. Yeah, and then and just, Richard's like, no, it's like a very powerful image. He's like, this is so cheesy. And then he's like, and he's like, also, this is bullshit. He didn't take her head. Where's her head? Right. He was like, he <laughs> was like, sweet. He's like, it's a headless body. <laughs> That's fucking gross. Like, it was hysterical. And John Mosby sitting the whole time, like, can we please move on? Yeah. Can we please? <laughs> Someone ask another question. John's face during. This entire panel was amazing. He was like laughing through most of it, and then also like cringing. Right. <laughs> Which, yeah, I would say, and the audience's reaction was: some people, like from listening to our podcast, were like primed and ready for what this was going to be. There was a lot of laughter, a lot, and then but well, this was, was awesome. There was definitely like a portion of the audience that was like, "You're cursing yep. too much." Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, the you know, there's a there's a concern. There is an older fan base that's present in Highlander. They were a little aghast by the language, yeah. but. I don't know. I, I think it's the best panel of the day. It was super fun. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, and I, th- I feel like most of the audience took it took it in stride. And, yeah, and took it. Well. This is all good natured. It yeah, was, you know. They talked a lot about Randall Tex Cobb also. Oh yeah, and Adrian even talked about him in an earlier uh, panel because yeah. Adrian did an impression of his laugh, which we hadn't really talked about. It was like, like a this, donkey laugh. Yeah, this it was like a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like really weird. Efron McAsh also did an impression of it. <laughs> Uh, Maybe we can pull the audio of just those those little bits. That would if be we great. Them. Um, what else happened to wrap up this day? Uh, then there was the uh, fan movies. That oh right, were done by uh, friends of the pod Andrew Modine and Jeremy Orr. So uh, Jeremy did a film called Bad Watcher, which was like a very tongue in cheek short about you know, like the name implies, a really shitty watcher who's and like them fucking up their job and it was like it was really funny it was full of like good inside highlander jokes there was like some great slapsticky moments in it i don't know i had a great time with this one it was tons of fun and then uh andrew modine did a continued his uh highlander dark places mythology with efron mcash who was playing this character hans kirschner who is you know Mean with a long sword, as you might expect from Mr. McAsh. And it's about him, you know, getting, uh, you know, training a, this this redheaded mortal, immortal woman and, uh, you know, doing some amazing sword fights and taking on a baddie. There's a pretty good quickening in it. Uh, yeah, the whole thing was, like, pretty fun. And it was an impressive amount of, like, post-production and effects went into it, you know. And uh, it was a nice little short. It's cool to see more stuff from those guys after we talked about their original fan films. Yeah, and I thought the audience received received it all very well. And also Hans Kirshner, I should mention, has a uh, special part for other friend of the pod, John Mosby. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, getting drunk and eating pizza. I don't know why I said pizza. 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 Uh, and then there was a final panel. About the end of the show. Right. And so they played some clips. They played the final montage from the... Spoiler for me. Yeah. There was a number of times we wanted to yell, spoiler alert. <laughs> that would have been very tone deaf. <laughs> yeah, this was a very emotional panel. Like, the whole thing was 
a little somber seeming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like Jim Burns talking about it, he got kind of choked up and then other like that just started like a domino effect of like everyone really starting to feel it. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was tough. There was like some testimonials essentially from like audience members that were like in tears like this show changed my life. That was very sweet. There was one of the uh, I spoke to these these parents earlier this week. Uh, there was two parents, I guess, well, they, well, first we should say they had a slideshow of like all the Highlander people that have been lost over the years that were, you know, acted in the show and also people that have gone to like the Highlander worldwide conventions that have passed away. Uh, so that was very sweet. Um, but there was a younger woman that I guess had gotten, was it lung cancer or some, maybe not lung cancer, some sort of cancer that I guess took her very quickly, like in a month. And she was a huge Highlander fan. Um, and her parents came to the convention, not because they were fans, but because, like, her daughter had, like, loved Highlander so much and loved these conventions so much that they wanted to, like, connect with what this was and connect with the people that she loved. Uh, that was, like, very, very touching. And so they got up and spoke. Uh, very tear-filled and emotional. Yeah. Uh, they And also coupled with kind of the montage that ends the the final episode, which is, you know, set to some kind of moving music and has like a pulls a lot of the best images from from the series. And, you know, it, like, I don't know, the, there was the people were people were feeling it to, to change tones real quick, because this is good. I had heard this story. I don't remember ever hearing that that was not the original planned ending to oh, the show. Yeah, and this is hold on, this is fucking crazy. Well, Bill, Bill Panzer, I guess, would end the conventions all the time with a toast uh, and the idea he had for the end of the series would be would be that Amanda, Duncan, and Mythos would break the fourth wall, toast to the audience, and say, thanks for watching. And the show would be over. Or like, cheers for five years. Cheers for five even years. Even though it was six. <laughs> and I, I may have missed this. Did they say they even filmed it? No, no, it was in but, the script. But like David Ramos was like, "Wait, what?" But like, I don't and he's like, this. N- "He was like, no, you okayed this." Like, and he's like, "That's terrible." He's like, and I "Everybody was that. like, that's terrible. Yeah, this is the worst idea ever." Uh, and Adrian then, Paul was just like, "No, yeah, absolutely not. This is why would you do this? Why would you ruin the whole show by having the <laughs> the actors toast the audience? That's so crazy." Yeah, that was actually very funny. Uh, I don't know if that would have even colored the entire series, knowing, like, that could have ruined Highlander forever. <laughs> yeah, it's like the kind of like the last episode of Seinfeld. Everybody's kind of like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was a pretty amazing story. Um, so, yeah, then they uh, they played the theme song, opening credits, everyone got real pumped. They had big toast uh, and thanked everyone that, you know, was involved. And so we should thank people again. So thanks, John Mosby. Thanks, Carl Fierson and her whole Highlander Worldwide team for putting this together. It was a big, complicated convention with lots of panels and like this was filled with like cool content. This was jam packed. Like it lot. really was. Like we wanted to put out more videos and do more stuff, but it was just even hard to find a, a minute to do it. Like, we, you know. We our lunches were at one point our lunches were eaten on these weird, like tiered like like we set up on a display somewhere and we're shoving tacos in our mouths. So we could get on to the next thing, because I think we had, like, ten minutes for lunch. Yeah, well, you had to go – or that was when you had to go interview Maury Ravinsky, and I had to dip into the right. the panel so one of us would be there. Yeah, so there was a lot of stuff. So, yeah, sorry again that we didn't get more, like, videos. But we did get videos. We actually have a ton of stuff. It's just, right. like, we'll be coming out. There will be a ton of stuff coming out in the coming weeks. Mm-hmm. 
and months. Um, some people were like, came up to me like, oh, we, we didn't see a, pictures up yet, and it's like, they're coming. Yeah, they're, they're coming. coming. And again, the, the Wi-Fi here is really bad. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Honestly, a lot of it is explained by that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and we should thank also just another shout-out while we're on the air. Uh, thanks, Brian, who gave us uh, like a whole set of Highlander collectible card games. Yeah. Uh, and he had, oh, like, he had right. done all this it's work. amazing. He had scanned a ton of cards uh, for us, which we haven't released yet just because we were waiting to do a card game episode. But since we were in L.A., he's like, hey, can like I stop by with my family and give them all to you? And we're like, fuck, of course. That's yeah. so nice of you. Believe it. Uh, so thank you very much, Brian, for bringing those cards yeah. to us. And thank, uh, thank you, David, uh, one of our fans who came and, and bought us a round of drinks. Yeah. Thanks again, Wendy, for giving us all this swag and saying hello. And Colton and his wife. Yeah. Sorry, Colton, I forget your wife's name. My apologies. Mm-hmm. but uh, Mrs. Colton. Yeah. Thank you guys for saying hello. Mm-hmm. And just everybody that stopped by. Thank yeah. you very much. This was a great experience, and we're looking forward to sleeping and relaxing a little bit. Which probably won't happen until next weekend. Yeah, so. probably, yeah. <laughs> and then we'll be back at it with brand new episodes and all sorts of cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. So thanks again, everybody. We've been your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. This is Eamon. Bye. See ya. Bye.